Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. So Joseph Gallenberger back with us. How do you make an ungrateful person grateful? Uh, That's not easy. You know, you would listen and see what's going on, let them vent about what's uh, ungrateful, but not not dwell on it too long. And I like to bring people back to basics. The miracle of the human hand, if you got one that still works, be grateful. You know, I'm I'm, uh, over 70, George, and uh, when my wife and I joke a little bit when we get up in the morning, we don't make a conclusion of the day for the first half hour. And if our left leg hurts and our left hip hurts, we're grateful our right one doesn't. (laughs) Or we're grateful that it doesn't hurt when we're not moving. We're grateful that we can still sleep. So it's partly sunny with you, not partly cloudy, right? Yeah, definitely, uh, you know, and, and, you know, very different situations and more challenging. But some people get to be, it's not correlated. A lot of times people in poorer countries or, you know, when we go visit, we'll report they seem to have more joy. Um, So you could have lots of money and fame and in good health and still be whinging about the fact that the grocery store clerk is slow with your groceries. Yeah, yeah, so right. you want to uh, move into a place where you're focused on the basics, uh, from my point of view, of what you got that is wonderful. Each breath, each moment, a uh, miracle of life. Uh, to me, it's awesome, you know, if you were on another planet, and you came across a rise, and there was an orchestra with 50 trillion members, millions changing every day, singing a beautiful song. You'd think that's awesome. Our bodies have 50 trillion cells singing the song of life each day with 100 million cells being replaced, and yet the orchestra plays a good tune. So if you're alive, you got reason to be grateful, I think. Um, you know, I know there's clinical depression and other things that you might have to help get help getting out of it. Most people just need a nudge about uh, looking at what's around them and realizing, uh, you know, when they have a heart attack or something like that, all of a sudden the priorities of life get rearranged and they're grateful for family, grateful for breath, grateful for the fact that uh, people love them and a beautiful day. So you go back to basics rather than having to have everything just right materially you know, in terms of your car being the best on the block, those kind of things. I want one that runs. Yes. Yep, got one that runs. That's that's a good thing. Gratitude, you say, can affect us physically as well. How so? Yeah, um, science has studied this some, and it looks like regular practice of gratitude can change the way our brain neurons fire into more positive automatic patterns. And once you get a pattern going in the brain, it's much easier to activate it. So um, it's the use it or lose it kind of thing. The opposite of that is use it, and it'll be there stronger and stronger. Um, The positive emotions can soothe distress, broaden our thinking patterns, so it is up a larger, more expansive view of our lives. And it's gratitude on an emotion of connectedness. reminds us we're part of a larger universe of living things. And psychology studies have associated with increased levels of energy, optimism, empathy, and happiness. And um, I think everybody wants to be happy, so gratitude's a good way to get there. 
When you did the experiments in Las Vegas with the groups, did most of the positive ones, the ones that came back winners, did they show good gratitude before even coming in there? Yes. You know, so I, my experience, rather than you win a jackpot and now you're happy, would be you go to the machine or to the dice table or the blackjack table feeling grateful, <clears throat> feeling abundant, feeling uh, connected. Maybe generous? Generous, definitely generous. We started a blessing bucket in our Vegas adventures. You just sat in the corner of the room, and I could tell on how much money went into the bucket before we ever played at the tables, how well <laughs> we would do. And the groups that were more generous uh, tended to do a good bit better. So, well, well, you know, it's kind of funny. I have uh, found, that even personally, it, and you call gratitude and karma one and the same, it, it, the more you do things for other people without expecting anything back in return, it seems that things happen in a good way for you. Yes, yes. It tends, tends to be, you know, it starts as simple as if you smile at somebody, they're likely to smile back, and you've improved both of your days. Um, Unless you're in an elevator in New York. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, uh, many people have reported uh, they just get an impulse to tip more generously, and particularly if that tip is also included with words such as, I really appreciate the good service you gave me tonight. Um, Then they say, hey, sometime in the next day some money falls in their lap or somebody is really nice to them. So it does go around and come around. It sure, it sure does. Can we increase our gratitude? Yeah. How do you do that? Very much so. It can Thankfulness can be cultivated. One way is to take a moment each day to express appreciation to someone who's been helpful to you, like we just talked about. Uh, thank somebody for leaving as, as you leave a good tip. Say to yourself or express to another that you're grateful for the sunrise or discovering a new recipe. Uh, we had some awesome new stuff at Thanksgiving dinner tonight. Uh, and it can be anything. It doesn't need to be something big. And I like the the kind of yoga of writing a note once a week to some person or organization that you feel is doing good work and has personally benefited for you. And I feel those letters often reach the right person at the right time to make them feel better about how they're spending their lives. And if somebody thanks you rather than say, oh, it's nothing, say it was my pleasure and tell them why. So, you know, I, I found myself uh, writing a letter to our garbage service. We're out in the rural area, so a private truck comes by. And just saying, you know, you've been regular for years. Uh, your prices are reasonable. Your people are pleasant. Uh, we deeply appreciate that you, you uh, take away our garbage. And... Uh, for the next two, three years since I've written that letter, uh, every time they come, there's a smile. They make extra effort, and uh, it all goes better. So, you know, if you begin to cal- calculate it and uh, cultivate it, it'll be self-fulfilling. It'll begin to have some momentum. Uh, you'll be known as a generous person and person that's grateful. And I know, I know you probably have somebody in your life who you love, but they're not grateful. And when that happens, you know, it makes you feel like you want to pull back, you know, even though you might continue helping. It's not as much fun to help somebody who's not grateful. I remember when I was a kid, Joseph, my mother would send letters to companies uh, 
yeah. uh, thanking them for their goods or services. Uh-huh. And they always seemed to send her a box of whatever she was thanking them for. Yeah, my mom did that too. She would, I remember, uh, I think it was Procter and Gamble. We got all kinds of boxes of different uh, cleaning stuff, and another time General Mills, every cereal that they made. And uh, I think after it first happened, she started then writing a lot of letters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's it's good to pass that around, and it relates to happiness uh, so strongly. And happiness in itself is just wonderful. But happiness is really needed there for that liquid luck stuff to work. I want to talk about the Sync Creation Home Study course that you have in a moment, but uh, yeah. let's get back into liquid luck for a moment. It is it is truly manifestation, isn't it? Yep. You can create a lot of your own reality. It's a free choice universe, and other people have choices too, but uh, it's amazing. You know, one of the big things in the way of all this is fear. And uh, Liquid Luck was designed to kind of be a delightful, imaginative uh, journey in meditation that for a while at least lets you transcend that fear. And though it's been out a couple of years, I still get many stories a week. Um, The latest coming in have been surprise resolutions of long-term conflicts, even while they're listening to the exercise of the Mm somebody that's been legally hassling them for years uh, has, and goes ahead and drops it. People get unexpected checks in the mail, new ideas for projects, uh, finding ideal homes in this hot housing market. Those have been some of the more recent stories. And uh, so Liquid Luck CD or download plus the book are great places to start this for just a few bucks in an hour of your time, you know. And, uh, and and again, it's not just for going to Vegas. It's for all things that you do in your life. Yes. So, I I had a, a a guy who became very good friends with me. He lived out in California, who was an inventor of uh, stereo speakers, and he wasn't having much luck getting accepted by the uh, industry. And after listening to Liquid Luck, which he did just because it helped him sleep better, uh, he got 500 orders for speakers the next week. Oh, I love it. He That's... ends up in. The, all the top magazines as Speaker of the Year within the next year or two. And so it can be, uh, and he said he helped him solve an engineering problem that had been bugging him for three years and his whole team couldn't solve. Uh, so it frees your energy, so you begin to allow movement and good things to come to you. And, of course, if that happens, it's more easy to be grateful and happy. And the more you do, the more you get. So. It's a good cycle rather than a cycle of fear and victim and those kind of things. Joseph, not everybody is lucky or creates luck. What are they doing wrong? Well, George, uh, you know, if somebody says to me, and they've done this, you know, it's my 10th time on your show sometimes in the call-ins, that everything in their life has gone bad, I, I go, hmm, it's interesting because most people's lives are a mixture of good and bad. So they're creating the reality, but a negative one. And what they need to mainly focus on is letting go of fear by moving into the heart. And you can get to the heart through gratitude very easily, through feelings of uh, love, those kind of things. Uh, But if they get their fear down, that bad luck will tend to turn into good because they're already creating stronger than the person's just going through and random things happen. I mean, here's here's an example: an individual, good person, well intentioned, 
goes to the doctor. Doctor says you've got cancer. What did that person do wrong? Nothing, probably. Uh, Rotten luck. Well, I look at something like that as uh, illness is quite sacred. Um, my mom had Alzheimer's, and that was something she didn't want. Uh, when she died, I talked to her from the other side, and she said, that gave your dad time to get used to living on his own, learning how to cook, clean, meet new friends, because we've been married 64 years, and if I died quickly, it would have been a shock, and he's got more to do. He, he wouldn't life. know how to handle himself. I yeah, guess. so... You know, even something like grizzly, like Alzheimer's, may have a, a deeper purpose or a higher purpose than we're consciously aware of. That person with cancer psychology, we, you know, this is gen big generalization, but often there's been a loss in their life, and they tend not to be very good advocates for their own self, uh, but they tend to advocate for others strongly. So they're um, in a little bit of a, you know, overextending mode. That you know, there's a very broad brushstroke, but that could be an example of how your energy could wind down, allowing your immune system to begin to be vulnerable, you being dispirited. But, you know, that said, uh, you know, uh, six-year-old children die of cancer. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, and uh, sadly. And so it can be uh, more going on than we're aware of. But uh, if I got a diagnosis like that, one of the things I would do uh, would be to greatly reduce my fear. I'd work in meditation to do that. I'd be thankful for all the uh, things, and I'd have to probably actively try to remember them. I'd, even, I'd take a piece of paper and a pencil and say, I, I still have today. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the love and support, hopefully, that's around me. Grateful for good medical care. And I, I could probably list a hundred things that I'm grateful for, even on a day with bad news like that. That would set you up, in my opinion, uh, to allow traditional medicine to work better and um, energy medicine to flow much more easily to you. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.